0: You said it was a snowball effect of, like, then Catherine wanted to be in it, and then Farah, and then, like, all these other people were like, yes, 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 yes. And that's what we were talking about earlier. I was like, that's the real power of it is when we do scary stuff, when we get out of our comfort zone, like, you just open up permission for yourself. And then when you give yourself permission, then you give someone else permission to even play with the idea of what sexy was.
1: I told myself, if you're going to be part of this group, you're going to fully jump in with both feet and you're going to get in there and be vulnerable because I think you need to be brave with your life so others can be brave with theirs. What's up,
0: Style Squad? Welcome to a special episode because today I have one of our very own Style Squad members on here to share her journey with you guys and I'm super excited for it because it's not going to be what you expect. The nuggets that she shares, the ahas, the conversations that have come up—I really don't think it's going to be what you expect to hear. And I'm really, really honored and grateful that she was vulnerable enough to come on and just share on the podcast. So today on the podcast, I have Anna Normadell, and I am so excited for her to share her story with you. So, Bonna is another podcaster, and her podcast is called The Happier You Podcast. So, I knew that she would be the perfect person to share this journey, because she's using her style as part of her daily rituals to feel happier, to unlock the pieces of herself. So, I'm super pumped for her to share that with you guys today. We're going to talk about what's changed for her, how getting dressed can bring up all your insecurities, which I think is really, really powerful conversation to have. And we dive into the word sexy. This is a word that comes up a lot inside the Style Squad. And it's amazing because it has, there's so much to extrapolate here. And it means something different for everyone. And everyone has their own feeling about it. So we talk about that. Really juicy. She dropped some nuggets. Nuggets on not just how our style journey is, but also how to become that Happier You version. So tune in, let us know what resonates with you. So Bonnet is a member of Style Squad, so she is going to be part of the Style Story event week that's happening right now. So as of this podcast airing on September 18th, we are officially starting unlock your style story and nail your signature style event today at 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. It's not too late to join. You can get in there now and still have the whole week to experience what it is like to do one-on-one styling, to craft your style around your lifestyle, who you want to be. We're going to have really fun, juicy, interactive, um, opportunities and their activities, dust off your Pinterest accounts, get ready. This isn't just another Zoom. We're going to be talking at you for an hour every day for five days. Nope. We're going to dig into all the nooks and crannies, including your underwear drawer, and we're going to keep it real and we're going to have some fun. right? I know that everyone's Zoomed out, but I also know the power of being authentic to ourselves, and the confidence that comes from feeling connected to our style. And do you know the real definition of confidence? It's to be certain of yourself. And how good would it feel if you were certain about every decision you were making in your life and in your business, and you knew that without a doubt, with certainty, that you could count on yourself to do that? I believe personally that when we dive into our style and we take the time to slow down and get to know ourselves, like we're going to do over these next five days, that that's what is going to happen. And that is why I'm calling this the Unlock Your Style Story event. So join us. It's not too late. katiejuststyled.com backslash unlock. And I have to let you guys know, since this podcast only drops every Monday, is that this week is going to be the last week that you can join the Style Squad for the founder member pricing of $37 a month. Next Sunday, I believe it's the 24th at midnight, the pricing is going to go up to $47 a month because we are revamping how we do everything in the Style Squad. So this week that you get, we're going to be doing exercises like this and one-on-one styling all month long. So we're going to have weekly calls and monthly mood boards and podcast episodes three times a week. Like there's so much value in there that it only makes sense. So I just wanted to let you guys know because you are my peeps that this Sunday, September 24th, the price on the Style Squad will jump from $37 a month to $47 a month because it's time to really dive in and we're Pouring so much time and heart and soul into this community. And it's really, really turning into something amazing. And I would love for you to be there. You know, if this is the right place for you, I trust that. And I hope to see you at the event and inside the squad, com backslash unlock. will give you all the details on everything you need to know. And if you're just here for the podcast, because you just want to continue to be inspired on a weekly basis, Yes, just do that. These are just what's available and what I have to offer you. Awesome. I hope to see you guys there. Enjoy this episode with Bana on how to become a happier you with your style. Bana, we're here. It's
1: time for life. Thank you so much for being on the show today. Thanks, Katie. It's fun to be here and a little scary to be on the other side of the interview process, but we'll make it work. Ah, you're gonna you're gonna kill it. Um, I
0: love collaborating with other podcasters. Obviously, I love collaborating with the other amazing women, but I'm super excited to dive in with you today because Bonna is also a style squad member. Woo woo! <laughs> hashtag style squad sexy and we're gonna talk about that because bon is actually the creator the inventor of the style squad sexy hashtag does it make you feel uncomfortable when i say that i
1: was gonna say yeah so that's not something i would have ever been my claim to fame but hey (laughs) you bring out the best in people katie what can i say (laughs) i was honestly thinking about that speaking of which
0: we were just talking about my grocery trip this morning i was thinking about that on my way back from groceries i was like does bana realize what she represents for me i was like i don't know if she realizes that you were the first person to introduce the word sexy in that way inside the South squad and it will forever be one of my favorite parts about it so thank you
1: well i (laughs) mean It just makes me giggle because first of all, shout out to my style squad, sexy partner, accountability partner, Catherine Pomerantz, um, who made me feel much better about using the word. Um, I know you right away were all over it and was like, yes, I love that. But you know, you're the leader of the group. But when another person says, yeah, Bona, I'm going to be your accountability, sexy accountability buddy. It's like, thank you. You know, because until somebody says I'm with you, you're just taking a walk. <laughs>
0: You're standing there with the trust fall, like, is somebody gonna catch me? <laughs> well, I want to get into that more, but before we get into that, I also wanna talk a little bit about you and who you are. So, can you do us the honors of telling us a little bit about yourself, about your podcast, your journey, and how you're working every day to be happier?
1: So I'll start with why I ended up in the style squad and so. I I forgot to mention this. You and I both started our podcasts in 2020, which is kind of interesting. And you made a comment, you know, before we hit record about you discovered yourself during that podcast. And that's exactly what happened to me was in 2020, I set out to find my happier. And so I called my podcast, The Happier You, and it really was me taking people on a journey to say, hey, I'm trying to figure me out and my happiness. And I thought maybe there's people out there who are like me and they're just sick and tired of keeping up with the Joneses, those damn Joneses, and who chose them to be the leaders anyway. And (laughs) no, I'm joking. (laughs) It's just another
0: basic last name. So I have to throw it out there sometimes.
1: (laughs) Right, right. And uh, so anyways, so I started on this journey and uh, our mutual friend, Lori, earlier this year said, I was telling her that I'm, I want to figure out how to make my outsides match my insides. And so I've done so much personal work on figuring out who I really am, living my authentic life, enjoying being me and being okay with being imperfect and myself. And I was telling her that one of my biggest stressors (laughs) is, boy, that makes me sound small, but one of my stressors is when I am on screen or when I'm presenting to a group, trying to figure out what to wear. And just all my biggest insecurities come up every time I have to be publicly seen cuz as a podcaster you know Katie we can people don't have to see us if we don't want them to and it's pretty safe it's a safe space to start out just a girl alone in the closet talking to herself um <laughs> that sounds right fun. But, well, I guess now we're each alone in our separate places. But anyways, so um, I mentioned this to Lori and she says, you have to meet Katie because Katie just really helped me discover my style and find my confidence. And that's how I got introduced to you is one of the things I'm doing on this happiness journey is I'm one by one tackling my insecurities and the things that scare me or I don't feel Confident in, and so that's how I landed in the Style Squad. And I will just say that if you ever meet me, you will not think that I am the starter of the hashtag Style Squad sexy because uh, that's not who I am. <laughs> but I'm getting there, and I'm owning it, uh, and that's kind of one of the fun things about being part of the group. So that's why I'm here today. I'm happier. I'm owning my sexy, and I appreciate everything that you do for uh, all of us really. Awesome. Thank you so much. Who doesn't want to be
0: happier or sexier?
1: Absolutely.
0: I mean, anytime someone uses the word sexy in an email or their content, I'm like, sign me up. Like, uh, one of my other clients wrote this whole thing about how to have a sexy, like systems. And I was like,
1: Oh, sign me up. (laughs) Like, cause I hate
0: systems.
1: Wasn't (laughs) that Catherine actually? Like, wasn't she making accounting sexy? Now that's the other conversation I was
0: going to say. So now you started Style Squad Sexy. And then now we have a whole sub, like a subculture of make accounting sexy. Because we have like three accountants in there. So every time they post pictures, it's all about making accounting sexy. And I'm like, dang, I love it. I love it so much because I think the word sexy is such a loaded word for women. And so like, there's so many different spaces we could take this. But let's back it up a second and let's go back. I love sharing the story of how we got to the word sexy, how you got to the word sexy.
1: Um, Can you tell us a little bit about that experience? For sure, for sure. So, uh, I had just joined the style squad and you had a wardrobe challenge, which was perfect timing. And I told myself that if I was joining this group, I had to do the stuff, even if it scared me and made me uncomfortable, because that's why I was here to push myself outside my comfort zone. And so you did this wardrobe challenge, and I can't remember if it was step one or two, but we had to come up with three words that describe our style and share it. And so I, I, I couldn't be first somebody, one or two other people went on first and shared their words. I needed to be inspired and had to be safe for me. And then I thought, okay, you got to do it. So I went on and I shared my three words. I hit send, and then I read them and I was like, wow, you are so boring. Bon and <laughs> oh, And I immediately I was like, no, like I I said, I'm changing this word to sexy. And it was just this moment. And then, but then I clarified, that's my version of sexy. That's no one else's version of sexy. Because like I said, I'm actually not comfortable with other people's version of sexy. But I realized for me, it was a powerful word because for me, sexy represents being confident, in being myself and my body and feeling powerful and confident. And so for me, that's what's sexy, uh, that's my word that uh, I put out there. I felt very vulnerable. You immediately validated me, which was lovely. And then along came Catherine and just was like, heck yeah, girl, let's do this, which just felt amazing. And uh, yeah, and that's, that's how it came to be.
0: Oh, I'll never forget. I mean, so I don't know if you realize this, but I had just launched the Style Squad. It was brand new. And you're an OG member, Bona. So like I launched it in the end of February. And then I don't even know what we did March. And then I feel like we launched that challenge. Oh, I know we did a March. We would have done spring trends because like the seasons are starting to change. And then we launched that challenge right after that, like in the end of March, early April. So, we had just did this. This was everyone's really first experience um, doing that. Now, I do that challenge with all my one on one clients because I believe in the framework of like, first, like, what are those words you want to feel? Because I think you could take that into your closet every single day, no matter what. Um, but I'll never forget because there was such a pivotal moment. For me, and talk about being outside your comfort zone is like, oh, I have this vision. Oh, this thing exists. Oh, people are actually doing it. <laughs> and I remember your words. Well, I don't remember the words. I was looking them up um, earlier, trying to. Fo- I know where they are, but we were podcasting, so I was like, dang it, I should just like in the middle of this, just pull it up. Um, but m- I just will never forget you saying, like, oh my god, I'm reading this out loud, and this is boring, and then. We were like, so then what are the real words? And then you came back and you're like, that's it. And then, like you said, it was a snowball effect of like, then Catherine wanted to be in it. And then Farah, and then like all these other people were like, yes, 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 yes. And that's what we were talking about earlier. Is like, that's the real power of it is when we do scary stuff and we get out of our comfort zone, like you just open up permission for yourself. And then when you give yourself permission, then you give someone else permission to even play with the idea of what sexy was.
1: And you know it's I love that you say that because like I said I I told myself if you're going to be part of this group you're going to fully immer- well, not fully immerse you're going to jump in with both feet and you're going to get in there and be vulnerable because I think you know there's this quote I can't remember who it's by I think it's Catherine Center where she says you need to be brave with your life so others can be brave with theirs and I feel like I heard that quote right before I launched my podcast because It's about giving other people permission to find their happy, find their style. And what comes with that, I find, is as I do this work on myself and as I learn to be less judgy and more accepting of the imperfect being that I am, the more I do that for others. And so that being vulnerable and putting yourself out there as uncomfortable and horrifying as it is sometimes, you know, when somebody jumps in and says, Thank you for saying that. Me too. It makes me realize the power of the group. And when we do brave things, you know, we really, we really can. We are stronger together. I think that's an important point of of being vulnerable, is yeah, inviting others to show up with you.
0: Yes. Yes. And you had said something that kind of spurred my whole impetus of the style squad, if I'm really honest, is when I started my business in 2020. I started to hear people say the same things over and over. And then you start to be like, wow, like people feel like this. Right. And then you can start to see the transformations and just the conversations of just like a one-on-one conversation, which a one-on-one conversation is amazing and powerful. But all I kept thinking is like, if all these women knew each other and if they could see themselves in each other, and if they could have these conversations together, just like how much more powerful would that be than just me because i am not that i don't think anyone tells me that i'm like mince my words or i'm shy or anything so i know that people know i'm telling them the truth um when we're working together but sometimes it's like you just want to see it from more than one person or and you have to hear things multiple times So I love that that's been the experience for you because that's kind of I was telling, and I have one of the clients I've become pretty good friends with over the last couple of years. And I said, I know that you know I'm telling you the truth, but I also know like there's a piece of you that's like, well, I'm also paying Katie to help me do this, right? So like she has stake in the game here. But when you're in this community, Catherine didn't have to validate you, right? Like that was just a you guys naturally like connecting and being like, yes, I see you. And I think that's one of the pieces of community when people say like, oh, and then you can be in community. It's like, like just magnets going and there's nothing, there's no emotional attachment to each other. There's no financial attachment to each other. It's kind of like when you need someone outside of your spouse or your mom or your sister to tell you something that's true because those people are just too close to you.
1: It's so true. It's so <laughs> like,
0: I don't care what you think, because <laughs> you were like Katie. Of course, you're going to say sexy is amazing. I don't care what Katie thinks. I need somebody else in this group to like do that. And I, I think that's what makes communities just like so juicy.
1: Well, and the other thing I really enjoyed of that whole experience was when people shared their Pinterest boards. So step two was to go and create a Pinterest board in our, in find outfits that match these style words or that appeal to us. And I really found it fun and fascinating because you could have the same three words as someone else. None of us did, but you know, some two out of three, very similar but the way we interpret that is so different. And so seeing other people's version of flirty or confident was really interesting and reminded us that it's it really is, and I, you used this term earlier and I loved it, but we're all living our own version of our reality, right? Is that how you worded it? I can't remember. Yeah. Yes. Um, and I just think that's so powerful because, again, the more that you discover who your authentic self is, And you live in that power, the more you can appreciate other people. You're not intimidated by them. You get to honor the person who's brave enough to wear those pants that you are like, oh my gosh, yay you. Whereas in the past, I would have been like, what was she thinking? Now I'm like, I've I've stopped people in the airport and said, I love your pants. I love that you are brave enough to wear those because that's amazing. Like that would have scared me in the past. So yeah, it's pretty cool.
0: That's such a juicy, juicy nugget. And like when people say like, Oh, you know, you just be you and you'll know, attract your tribe or your clients, whatever that is that you're trying to be. Um, it's really hard to be us. Cause it, uh, what I hear, like when you said like slowing down and saying, okay, if I'm going to get in this group, I'm actually going to do the work is like doing the Pinterest board and doing that is like carving out the time and space to like, get to know yourself right you were like oh look at this Pinterest board i created and because you got to know yourself and appreciate yourself it's so much easier to appreciate that person's outfit cuz you could be like oh my god those pants are amazing you know you'll never wear them that's right yes you don't have to wear them to appreciate them but you can you can appreciate cuz you know how they felt in that moment of, and you know that they're just bringing them joy and then that to me, it's just like, that's confidence. Like if I didn't have to use the like Webster dictionary (laughs) definition of it, like that's the confidence. Where do you think that's shown up for you in other areas of your life? Do you see similarities? Like, so you've had this experience with clothes. Can you start to see it in other areas of your life where you feel more confident? Like, running your podcast or your business or any endeavor. It could be anything, personal or business.
1: Um. So, I mean, style is the insecurity that I'm tackling right now. And one of the things that I'm learning is to own it. Um. And so, like you're saying, you know, I'll, I'll use the example of playing around with different things. I, I started taking pictures of different outfits and then looking at them afterwards and saying, I feel good in that. I need to remember that when I want to feel good, I'm going to wear that one. And so it's it's kind of, so where am I seeing it showing up? I think is confidence in trying new things and saying, I like that. Now remember this, because one of the things that I teach about happy, happiness, happiness, <laughs> I love that I stuttered on my own word. Happiness. Um,
0: <laughs> it's fun and happiness, happiness. That's,
1: <laughs> that's awesome. Um, one of the things that I love, I have no idea what I was going to say now. Oh my God. <laughs> You're talking about taking the
0: pictures, which I think is amazing exercise. And with one-on-one clients, we do this like for first five days is like take pictures of the outfits so you can dissect what you like and what you don't like. How
1: fucking juicy is that? So I have, I we talked about this, uh, I think before we hit record, but I like systems and I like uh, notes and cheat sheets. And so one of the things I teach is for people to know what activities recharge them. And so this became really powerful for me at the beginning of COVID when we get really down and every conversation with people is like, how are you doing? Like it was very, we were all sort of venting this, this awful place that we were in. But I started asking the question, what did you do to recharge your batteries? What did you do to feel hope again and feel good? And so I teach that we should all have a recharge list, what makes us feel good, you know, and and even a micro recharge list or a mini recharge on busy, busy days. Like it, it might be our favorite hairband song from the 80s. It might be that lipstick, you know, Katie, that just makes you feel like a million bucks. And so for me, I'm making this comparison because if I have an intimidating activity or outfit or a presentation to a group that, uh, you know, is the biggest I've ever done, or, you know, just a different situation that I haven't been in before, I know which outfits I feel powerful in. So it's about, you know, it's sort of that for me, it's like my style cheat sheet in that, okay, when I need to feel confident and sexy, like I've got this, that's one of my outfits. And that's, you know, why I started taking the picture going, yeah, I like that. Keep that in my, when I'm totally freaking out about an event then that's that's my backup. And so and then I would say it's carried on into just being more creative. I just had to get glasses and I'm like, wow, glasses are part of my style now. I can't just I can't just grab my $20 set of three readers from Costco anymore. Now it's part of my style, it's a statement, right? So I think it's like we talked about earlier. It's learning to be more creative and then just owning it and saying, I like this. I got this. And even if you don't like it, it's it's not really about you. It's about me catching that reflection and going, yeah, you got this.
0: Yes. Because
1: you might not like it,
0: the glasses themselves or the pants themselves, but what you will like for the person receiving is you will like the confidence. You will like the happiness. You will like me giving you my best self instead of coming... To you at the end of a long day, being snappy and irritated and etc. Because I've done nothing for myself, so the other person doesn't have to necessarily like it, but they will in turn like it.
1: That's right; they get the result of it. Yes.
0: Yeah, you yeah. get you get the reward out of it just as much as I do. Couple of things: one, I think you need to share your micro recharge list inside of Style Squad as just like a boost, like to just share some of your amazing. Va- value of what you do right because i think that's an amazing tool like the i like that you use the word micro recharge list because when you're swimming in overwhelm or a hard maybe it's a hard season of life outside of the pandemic it could be anything that's a really juicy way to like get connected back in and we were just talking about this in the style squad So there's a client in the Style Squad that's a one-on-one. And we had a one-on-one session. And then she shared to my husband in the Style Squad, which was such a fun, nice surprise. Um, And it was just around, it was the micro things. So she had a whole session planned. She just wanted to talk for a little bit. And we ended with um, the micros, like the daily acts of adornment. Mm -hmm. It was right up that alley. So I share that just because... Like you, one person says something, then someone else needs something. And then just like the power community, everyone, someone, everyone probably listened to this podcast was like, Yes, that's what it is, is I need to like reconnect with that. So that's amazing. However, I am really juicing the specifics and I want to get better at this, is getting into the specifics because a lot of times we share ideas and concepts, which I love. But there are those of us Bonas out there that need the formulas and the cheat sheets. Can you walk us through really quickly? Like you snap the photo because you I haven't seen these photos, bona <laughs> So where are these photos? <laughs> so you snap the photos. Do you have a folder on your phone? Like, what does that look like for you? Like if someone's listening and they're like, shit, that's such a good idea. Sometimes we just need someone to give us the playbook so that we can just implement it. And then we can make it our own.
1: Um. So it started with just taking the picture to see what it looks like not in front of the mirror, right? Like it, on a different day when I'm not in that headspace necessarily. And and I kind of went through a few to say, do I need to keep this? Because I like the color, but if I look back at the full picture of it, because I rarely do that, I get dressed, I head out, is to say, and what I realized is I feel, I feel frumpy in a lot of my, uh, you know, sort of, what I came out of COVID with was a lot of comfy, but frumpy. And that is not how I want to show up in the world. So I take the pictures and I just keep them. So again, cheat sheet, because I love them. I just keep them in, uh, like I put them in a Word document in a file so that when I, you know, when you're sort of panicking before an event, because that's what I do. Not everybody does. I can go and look and say that one. That's what I'm going to wear and take that decision (laughs) out of that panic moment. So I've already, you know, as I wear different outfits, I'm like, ooh, snap a picture of this because you feel good. You feel like you look good. So capture this moment because when I'm in the panic, I will not, you know, I will not know how to do this.
0: That's amazing. That's like a mic drop moment interviews over. What a cool ass way to think of it. You say, like, I don't think everyone does this. Everyone, I believe, panics on some level before they do something big in our lives. And I would say hosting an event, no matter how many times you've hosted it, because even if you're, you know, Tony Robbins hosting your event for the hundredth time, chances are he's challenging himself each time to do something slightly new and different. So like, how cool is that? On this word, I just have to ask, because I think this is juicy and you're, I bet people's light bulbs are having these big light bulb moments. I've never thought about documenting it. I do um, have a local client here that we just take pictures of all the outfits that we actually like. And then she just has like a style book of like 30 different outfits. Do, but I like the Word doc because I'm curious, do you put any other notes? Like, do, do you do the like, I like the color, I like the silhouette, this is how it made me feel? Or do you just kind of know those things from by looking at the
1: picture? Uh, No. So that's, you know, I love how your analytical brain is looking at this from a style point. Um, I'm a pretty simple girl. I don't put notes. It's more that this just feels good. And so, you know, before an event, I would look at it and go... I guess I'm just visual. So I'll look and go that one. That's how I want to stand in front of a crowd. Yeah. Um, but that's really interesting. I never thought of it because for me, you know, when one of the things you had us do in the style squad was choose what our style is, right? Like, are we classic? Um, and I I really wanted to be something other than what I was, but I'm comfy. I, I just, I have to feel comfortable. I have these tactile things.
0: Casual. Comfy is that what,
1: not a style archetype. Okay, then it's casual. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And actually, so then, okay, so then I think what I am is I'm, yes, I'm casual or classic. Mm-hmm. Uh, but what my number one thing is, is I also have to be comfortable. And so I can't choose an outfit that feels, that looks good if I, you know, if the waistband's too tight. Like I I can't suffer through just because, because what could happen for me is a panic moment where I'm uncomfortable. I can't think straight. Uh, And so my outfit can completely undo me at that point. You know, I'm one of those people where if I can feel the tag, like it's not every day, but if I can feel a tag in a shirt or a pair of pants or something, you're not getting the best version of me, kind of like what you were saying earlier. So you don't have to like what I'm wearing, but if it's what brings the best version of me, So I've never gone through the notes and made those notations. I'm just visual. And there's a feeling that happens that this is the one for today, but I, I love your analysis about going more granular on it to say, this is why I love this outfit.
0: Because I think that will help you one, understand the outfit itself, right? Like I think you're probably really, really good. at. It sounds like that's like the feeling. You're really good at the feeling. Like what was the feeling? But if you ask yourself why, then that will make things like picking out more outfits in the future easier and then shopping. So that outfit's amazing. I've been wearing it for six months. I'm ready to recreate it in a different season of life, an actual physical different season of hot or cold. And maybe the shirt has run its course, right? Like maybe the shirt's starting to fall apart or it's pilling or you've evolved, right? Because you're going to constantly evolve. What is it about the shirt that you specifically like? Because now, because you don't want to be overwhelmed because I know that's about you. Mm -hmm. Now when you go shopping, you can immediately be like, okay, so it has to have a V-neck. It has to have wide um, straps on the arms And it needs to be a darker jewel tone color. You've eliminated 75% of the tops at work, wherever you're shopping, right? Off of the whole internet. And from what I know about Bana, like decision fatigue around getting dressed is like really important for you and you want it to be easy. That's why you created the spreadsheet and things like that. So like, I love the feeling part. Of course, that's my whole jam. But then now you can make shopping super easy too.
1: Yeah, that's Um, awesome because shopping does stress me out. And, uh, I, if, if I could, I would just, if I like something, I would just buy it in every color and I'd have a backup of each. So I never have to go through
0: (laughs) through it again. (laughs) I can never (laughs) ever again. That's super juicy. There's one thing I have to uh, talk about real quick before uh, we wrap up with some final stuff. I... I'm casual. So my overarching archetype is casual. And there's hints of like dramatic in there and classic in there for sure. I don't think anyone should ever physically be uncomfortable in their clothes. I don't think being physically uncomfortable in our clothes is nailing our signature style. I think that's being fashionable for fashion's sake. And mm-hmm. I like to just take a second to call out the delineation because that's something that every person says to me is like, "Why well, need to be comfortable in my clothes. You should be comfortable in your clothes, whether your style is dramatic, whether your style is creative, whether your style is casual, classic, you should be physically comfortable in your three-piece suit. Mentally comfortable, that's where your style coach, your personal self, whoever should push you just that one baby step further, right? Like why, am you know, that's where I think we should, we could challenge ourselves is like, why am I mentally uncomfortable in this outfit? Because what will they think? what will people think if I wear this color? What am I, do- who am I to wear this color? Like that's radically different. Everyone should be, if anyone just needed to hear that, everyone should be physically comfortable in the clothes. I'm not a fan of being uncomfortable. This is why I wear 10 shoes with my dresses and skirts.
1: <laughs> well, and you know, I love that. I think the more the more we realize that if this is what I need to do, then I just need to own this style. Cause that's another thing that I'm getting from the group is like, I loved somebody's runners. I'm like, where did you get those? Those are super cute. And she's like, Oh, Katie did them for me. I'm like, of course she did. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But just, I think that's it. I've never, what I love about this journey for me is that I'm discovering what I like and surrounded by other women doing the same thing so that I can decide to wear sneakers with a skirt. Or for me, I'm a flip-flop girl in the summer. So just owning that and saying, okay, well, this might look better on you with a pair of sandals, but I'm me. And if I want to show up as my best self, I'm just going to own my flip-flops. Yeah. Flip-flops. Maybe glam them up a bit, but own them really. Dazzle them. That's what, Bedazzle. <laughs> that's it. <laughs>
0: Bonus is amazing so what is on this journey of happiness and incorporating your style into those baby step moments of just pursuing the continuing journey of happiness what is just like the one last thing you just want every woman that's listening to this podcast to know
1: sorry can you ask that question again it was really quiet at the end oh what is like the one last
0: thing that you want everyone listening to this podcast to know around that journey of happiness and incorporating their style in that to just be the best version of themselves?
1: Mm. So I think the main thing I wanna say is you're worth the effort to figure you out and enjoy the journey. So I think we all arrive at our happiness through different paths. And so if you're listening to this right now, it's because something about style or fashion speaks to you Let yourself go down that path and figure out what will make you happier and will give you more joy and just go with it and own it. So, yeah.
0: Yes. What a beautiful answer. Everyone loves you. How can they find you?
1: (laughs) So my podcast is called The Happier You and it's on every, uh, however you listen to your podcast. We're there. Uh, and then the other thing is, is over on the happieryou.net we've got different challenges running at different times of the year. I have a happiness course, which is a step-by-step process to figure out your own personal happiness. So get and grow your happier. And yeah, that's kind of where I put everything that's going on. So come on over to the happier and check it out. And we'd love to have you. Thank you so much for popping on today. And
0: thank you so much for being so open with sharing your experience in Style Squad. I couldn't be more grateful for you and hashtag Style Squad Sexy. (laughs) I love it. Thanks. Thank you, Vanna.